Pamela, and we are going to learn together and we are going to grow together. Now, I have an amazing guest here today and I'm so excited to bring her out to you. But first, I would like to share an empowerment quote with you. I love this quote. It goes like this. Action is the foundational key to all success. Do you know who said that? That was Pablo Picasso. Yeah, that artist. Now, I love this quote because action is on purpose. It's on purpose. Whether it is the action you want or the one you don't want or no action at all, it's on purpose. Now, action is directly connected to the choices we make, isn't it? And our choices, they originate right here in our thinking. So if we want to have success in all areas of our lives, we need to look at our actions and look at our choices, look at our thoughts. Yeah. Now, I have my coffee. I have my Be Kind cup. And I have it so that I can sip and that I can enjoy our guest as she brings forth such wisdom and encouragement and inspiration today. Would you welcome with me, Kim Levings. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited that you are here. And we just recorded a podcast together. And you have so much wisdom. I am ready for round two. All of you in the audience are here for round one, but we're going to round <laughs> two, Kim and I. You notice that we got the memo and that we're both dressed in blue. <laughs> well, Kim, take it away teach us, encourage us, and inspire us today. The floor is all yours. Thank you, Pamela. Thanks again for having me. And thank you for those of you watching the show and listening in. I certainly hope that whatever you're bringing to the table today, I have the ability to speak to and meet a need that perhaps has been unsatisfied in your life. But let me start by saying that I'm from South Africa. So if you're wondering where the accent from, that's what it is. I grew up in Johannesburg. And I'm also one of those individuals that says, you know, I was very blessed. I had a wonderfully happy childhood. And unfortunately, my life all fell apart when I was 18. And my parents, who'd been married 25 years, got divorced. I don't want to go into the whole story for now. But that was my genesis. That's what got me started. It also got me started down the path of self-destruction. When we don't know our paths, when we don't know where we're going, sometimes we chase after every little thing that comes our way. And that's what I was doing. I was trying to heal the emotional wounds that come from an unexpected trauma in your life or an unexpected event. When we don't deal with the emotional wounds, we end up with a problem. And that's what happened. I tried once and then a second time to take my own life. And the second time I realized there has to be a better way to live. God saved me that day, but saved me to what would only become evident after several years. How many of you sometimes get that great big blinding flash of inspiration and then it just disappears. It gets swallowed in the 
in the hamster wheel of life. You get on with life and you think, well, I haven't got time for that. The most common excuse I hear amongst my clients these days is I'm too busy. You're never too busy. It's a lack of focus and it's a lack of motivation because let's be honest, you will always find time for what's important to you and what really matters. Getting back to my story, my company is called Rethink You and you can find me at rethinkyou.com. But I never started that way. As I said, it took me quite a while after my crisis point, for want of a term, to get my life on track. And I suddenly woke up to the fact that I, in my corporate career, was working in training in what is now known as human resources. In those days, I aged myself. It was still called personnel management. But I grew up in that and I realized I had a passion for people. Specifically to this day, when I'm in a training room or in a coaching session, seeing a spark of light in somebody's eyes as they discover a new piece of themselves. That's what gets me up every day. And it has done for the more than 35 years I've been doing people development. I realized that I had those skills and I had the training, I had the platform. So if I could just get my mind right, if I could get my heart right, if I could get my self-belief right, I could figure something out. And that's what I set out to do round about the time that we emigrated to the United States. And that was a huge culture shock for me. So you can imagine moving to a new country. I have a huge amount of respect for any of you watching this who are immigrants for whom your home language is not English, because I could only imagine the struggle of having to learn a second language as well as adjust to a, a second culture. I had learned to drive on the wrong side of the road, in my opinion, sit on a different side of the motor vehicle. I was blown away at the services in America and how everything was done was very different. And through all that adjustment, it forced me into a process of taking stock of my life. In the Rethink You process that I teach to people today, I take them through a process of regroup, reframe, and refocus. So Rethink You is regroup, reframe, and refocus. So when I regrouped myself, I sat back one day and realized I have all these things. God has given me the most amazing experiences in life. I have learned my gifts and talents. I also know that I'm passionate about helping people just like you watching the show, but helping people become everything that they were designed to be. You weren't just put on this earth to, to suck oxygen, to just be here. You were put on this earth to fulfill a purpose. And if I could help people unlock that purpose within them, I could do my job. So I hope that in this short time together, I could actually give you some nuggets to take away. And let's start by talking about the regroup process. Regroup just means taking a pause moment and sitting back and saying, let me just think about life. And I talk about an inside out transformation process too, in that it starts from within you. Who are you as an individual, both spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and physically? Many people, when they start on a personal development journey, will tend to focus on the physical. They'll say, oh, I need to get back to gym. I need to stop eating chocolate and whatever. We pick external factors. And in fact, it goes much deeper. It goes within. So I'll start with that spiritual core of you. Who are you? And take you through that process. 
figuring out who you are, what you were destined to do, and then looking at your life experiences and your gifts and your talents, just like I did. I think the trainer in me all my life, whatever I go through, I turn around and teach to others because that's the way I'm wired and gifted, and that's what gives me joy. Also part of regroup is taking stock of what you really want. Same thing, you know, the metaphor that came to mind is um, you could be a motor vehicle on a highway and when you regroup, you need to get off the highway and think about life a little. Stop driving, stop making decisions and changing directions and lane hopping and getting yourself into a bigger and bigger state of chaos. You need to just get off the road and regroup. Take a deep breath, take stock, get out the map, figure out where you are. And then most importantly, ask that question, what do I want? What you want is always bigger than where you are now because we were all designed for something so much more. We put boundaries around ourselves. We hold ourselves back. So regrouping is a very important point. And then once you've regrouped and figured out what you want and, and what you bring to the table, your next step is to reframe. And now here I want to talk about your thinking because I also often say that I'm a thinking coach and I've done that for the last 25 years in that I use a specific process and I'm happy to share it with you if ever you're interested to actually measure the paradigms and the deep thinking going on in the subconscious brain. So part of the reframing process is to look at those paradigms and narratives and say, what stories are you telling yourself that maybe need to change? And it's not easy to change a paradigm. You can't actually change it. All you can do is develop a new one. So I help people develop thought shifts that they can continually repeat three to five times a day and actually reprogram the way they think in a particular area. That's core to the reframe. But also reframing is taking stock of experiences that you've been through before. You know, we can make up very fanciful stories. We make up stories and narratives to help us make sense of life. And this goes back to an early age. And I jokingly say to people, anyone who has siblings that knows how, um, especially later in life, you can get into terrible arguments about what happened in a particular family scenario. And the reality is that each of you is remembering it through the window of your paradigm. You're actually all correct because somewhere in there is actually what happened. It also explains why eyewitness testimony is so unreliable because everything that you create in your brain comes through that, that window of the sense that you make of it, the narratives that you make up about it. And the more times you recall it and the longer you've stored the memory, the more likely that you've got a faulty memory in there and it, it could be causing interference just like a virus code causes interference in your computer, same metaphor. So it's important to reframe reframe those narratives, let go the things that you need to let go of. Um, a great metaphor that I talk about in the program that I teach called You Inside Out, and there'll be more information about that at the end. But in the You Inside Out program, I take you through an exercise of looking at your envelopes and figuring out one of the envelopes is the black envelope. And in there, you're going to put things that are not helpful, thought patterns and paradigms and beliefs that no longer serve you, that actually cause you to be negative and depressed and stressed. So we put those in the black envelope, which ultimately gets destroyed. But I also use the metaphor of a train. So think of your life 
as the journey on a train and, and your life as a train. And as you go through life, you hit various station stops. And the station stops are marking the chapters in your life, whatever they may be. And when you pull into a station, it's a stopping point. It's, that's normally when I encourage people to regroup. It's like at a change point, at the beginning or the end of a chapter in your life. And as you're standing at the platform, you're going to be taking on new passengers and maybe releasing old. Think of the passengers as the learning in your life. What are the lessons? But here's the thing. Your train is very special. It doesn't carry baggage. You don't have room for baggage because the baggage is the emotions that are attached to the learning and specifically the negative emotions. Positive emotions will take, take along with the lessons because they're part of the lesson. But if there, there is an experience that you've been through that every time you think about it, you find your heart rate speeds up and you, you start perspiring and you get angry all over again. You keep replaying that tape. That's the kind of example I'm talking about where you need to examine it and say, what did I learn from that experience? And what I learned from that experience is perhaps I gave up on my own needs or I acquiesced and I tolerated behavior that perhaps I shouldn't have tolerated. That's the lesson. Leave all the anger on the platform before your train mm. leaves the station. So these are important lessons that I teach people in life on how to regroup and reframe as they go. And as your train leaves the station, now you're ready for that third R, which is refocus. Refocus your life towards actions and goals. Because truly, if you want to get to where you're going, just as Pamela said, nothing happens without actions, without beliefs and habits. Everything you do every day is either taking you toward or away from your goal, and it's a choice. Pamela also spoke about the importance of choice. You have the choice as to whether you create success in your life or whether you continue to stay stuck. And when you are stuck, you fall into the trap of blaming and complaining, playing the victim, saying everything in life is up against you and thinking it's everybody else's fault. And my response to normally is normally uh, just stop it. It is all about you. You have 100% control over your life. You can't control if there was a pandemic. You can't control if you were laid off from your job. You can't control, like in my case, if your, your husband goes off and has an affair. You can't control anything that happens outside of you. You can control how you respond to it. You can control what you do with it. You are the driver of your train. Now, I know I've thrown a lot of metaphors at you, but I want to give you one more because um, I like to think about everybody having a purpose in life. And all too often, we don't pursue our purpose for whatever reason. Sometimes it's a lack of self-belief. Sometimes it's because we feel that we're not capable of doing it or people distract us or we do what other people want us to do with our lives. And I like to think of my purpose in life or anyone's purpose as a beach ball. You know, these nice inflatable beach balls. Think of inflating a beach ball in your life and say, that is my purpose. That is my dream. And when you deny your dream, it's the equivalent of trying to push that ball underwater. Mm. And here's the thing with inflatable balls. When you push them underwater, they have a tendency that they keep bubbling back up. Your purpose and your passion will keep bubbling to the surface. It will keep pushing itself out towards you. Mm. And my response is listen to it. 
don't allow the distractions and the lack of self-belief to do this to your ball and you end up with a ball without any air you leak the air out of it when you give up on yourself and when you wake up suddenly in life and you realize i really have given up on myself i don't want anyone to get to that place in life in fact i wrote a book about that exact metaphor and the book is called my life my ball and it's a little story about encouraging people to hold on to their purpose in life. You have a choice on what you're going to do with your life. You have a design and a purpose. And everything that you've done up to now is not a waste, but perhaps it's time to regroup and reconnect with who you really are and what you really want to do in life. Because trust me, when you're working with a place of joy and self-belief, your energy increases, your well-being increases, and life has a way of giving you what you want when you believe that you can have it. Yeah. When you don't do that, when you don't pursue it, you are giving up on yourself. So my strongest encouragement for you today is to not give up on yourself because you sometimes can be your own worst enemy. And it is just a choice when people say, and you know, the last thing I'll say to you, my last little nugget that I'll give you is, to be aware of the language that you use. And, and something comes to mind that just this last week, uh, somebody said to me in a podcast, in a, an email, she emailed me and she said, oh, I'm such an idiot. And then went on to describe the error that she had made. And I responded, you know, the error that you made was the mistake that you made. That does not make you an idiot. Be aware of the terms that you use when you talk about yourself. Because sometimes the things that we say to ourselves, we wouldn't say to our worst enemy, let alone to somebody that we're supposed to love. So use empowering words, believe in yourself and reclaim yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't like the landscape of your life, it is time to rethink you because that's all that you have the power to do. So thank you for listening today. And I would encourage you to take what you could from this. And I am going to be offering the book at a very special deal through Pam's show. It's due out in the next two weeks. It's called My Life, My Ball. It'll be available at rethinkyou.com and we'll discuss a special offer. But Pam, I think that, you know, that's my time unless there's anything else that you'd like me to add. I have learned so much sitting here, sipping my coffee and listening to you. <laughs> this has been amazing. As Les Brown says, drop the mic. <laughs> fabulous and yes you are going to be able to get her book at that fabulous discount and we have all that information for you at the end of the show so stick around and you'll get it thank you so much kim for being here today and for being my co-host my guest and to all of you that have tuned in to this show the pamela show remember you have a purpose by design, not by default. And I like to say this, and I'll close today, close out our show together by saying, remember, you are the salt and you are the light everywhere that you go. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Pamela. Pamela Hinkle is the founder of The Purpose Center. Pamela is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show 
are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge, taking the approach of, let's have coffee and chat. She will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at purposewpamela.office at gmail.com or go to her website at purposewithpamela.com. There's something in you that says, I can do more. Before the world ever knew or started using the word influencer, this man was influencing the world. You have something special. You have greatness within you. The godfather of greatness himself, Mr. Les Brown. If you want to do anything worthwhile in life, you've got to be hungry. Imagine being able to work with him on a weekly basis in live workshops. There are people that have already taken advantage of this opportunity, and he is creating amazing speakers around the world. Every day that we wake up and we overcome the trials and tribulations that come our way, make us more than conquerors. You gotta look your haters in the eye. You gotta look your situation in the eye. They're living a legendary life because they're committed to be a legend. I chose to tune out the noise of the problem that I was facing and tune in to the possibility that those voices were giving me. Their stories are changing lives, not only for their families, their friends, but in their community and ultimately in the world. Write a new story, one of victory, resilience, and accountability. So no matter where you are right now in the life, I want to encourage you to pull those dreams off the shelf. Dust them off, get a plan of action together and execute on that plan like your life depends on it. You can become a part of this Power Voice Summit community and be a part of the Power Voice system by just going to PowerVoiceTraining.com. There are people that have already taken advantage of this opportunity. Get started today.